Hey, this is Yashika. Welcome back to Unseen Team. This is Mayor. And this is Manasi. Today, we have another special guest on the show. This is Shreya. Hey, I'm Shreya, a sophomore from Texas. And today, we're going to be talking about a topic that means a lot to us. Um, the four of us being South Asians, we wanted to touch on a little bit of the, teen, the, the issues we face being South Asian teens living in America. So, Shreya, since you are our guest today, how about you start us off on what you feel like an issue is? Naturally, coming from a different cultural background and mounting into the different uh, ethnicities you see in America, obviously there's going to be different issues being faced. And one of the main things I've seen is stereotyping accents and kind of that like Indian accent everyone makes fun of. I feel like there, there's, there's, I mean, it's not just the accent. I mean, there, there are several um, stereotypes that South Asians face when it comes to mm-hmm. the careers that we have to pick, the, um, our academic abilities, our, uh, like, people sort of assume that our, we're, we're focused so much on academics and you're not very athletic. And while a lot of it is said in the context of a joke, sometimes it's not funny and kind of annoying. Especially with, uh, I think you mentioned, like, the uh, academic thing. I feel like me personally, living in America, I'm the girl that's known as the nerd. I'm, like, the, I'm, I'm the person people go for for homework answers. It's like I'm naturally supposed to be smart. And so I'm, I'm that person. I, I'm never looked at as anything but nerdy. Right. And I feel like a, a, a huge amount of this issue comes from uh, the way we are represented in media. So I feel like in terms of media, there's always a cookie cutter um, template when it comes to South Asian characters. It's always the unathletic intellectual Indian stereotype. You know, it doesn't take into account the various different types of South Asians there are. It doesn't, I've never seen, you know, pretty good like LGBTQ South Asian representation, South Asians who aren't just Indian, but Pakistanis, Bengalis, Sri Lankans, etc. Like it's always Indian. They're always from like, New Delhi, like they always come, they're all the same. And because of that, a lot of people have this um, like distorted view of us that we're all the same and we're really not. And I feel like that that gets amplified when talking about India because people try to um, simplify the culture and unify it as like Indian culture. But really India is a vastly diverse place like there's a huge difference between being south indian and north indian within the country itself and when the culture is simplified like that um for for many indians even within the same country it it doesn't really feel like we're being portrayed accurately because of that simplified broad view of an entire country's culture yeah it's like every time we're seen in um, a movie or TV show. It's like they just mixed all of South Asia together and just put it out. And that makes so many like marginalized minorities so feel so unseen and just unrepresented. It gets more complicated when the issue of cultural appropriation versus appreciation comes in. People use Indian um, culture aspects without really understanding where it comes from or how to use it properly. Which, even though it's not their intent, can come off offensive. 
Yeah, like we see people wearing hennas or mehendis, wearing bindis, like the dots on their foreheads and stuff, and even using religious statues and symbols in inappropriate ways in the name of decoration. This being said, most times um, I understand that they don't do it with the intention of offending us or our culture, but it comes out in a way that says our cultural ideas are mere objects that don't need to necessarily have real value or respect. Yeah, and oftentimes they don't even realize what they are saying or doing can come off as offensive. Famous examples are Rihanna's recent promotion and um, the Blackpink's music video for How You Like That. I just feel like people should start to pay more attention and put more thought and effort into what they are using and how they are using it. And this doesn't just stop with merely the representation or like cultural appropriation. Racial slurs like Pocky to refer to South Asians are being used more and more often and are uh, and are like contributing to Islamophobia and anti-immigrant rhetoric. This lack of representation is a lot more harmful than you may think because it pushes this notion and broad image of South Asians to you know, Western, uh, the Western population. One thing I feel all South Asians, especially like those born in the U.S. or U.S. citizens feel this a lot is this idea of like foreigner syndrome, because I bet like every South Asian has asked, or any like immigrant, to be honest, has been asked like, where are you really from? Yeah, um, I I feel like um, that spreads this invalidates the identities of a lot of South Asian Americans even more so because South Asia South Asia has several different identities that people associate with. And it's not like we're unlearning these stereotypes in the classroom either. Exactly, like a lot of times in history class when we talk about India, we just talk about like British imperialism and the period after. A lot of South Asians are erased from our textbooks because of that. A lot of people don't see how impactful South Asians really were throughout the course of time, especially with South Asian history being so rich and um, them playing such important roles in major events like World War II in American history. An example I can personally think of is Dalip Singh Son, who's the first person of Asian descent to serve as a U.S. representative. And another is Nuranayat Khan, who worked against the Nazis and Nazi-occupied France as a member of the French resistance. Yeah, like, I feel like the Asian countries are talked about, but it's only in the context of a Eurocentric point of view, in the sense that these were the countries that were controlled by European powers and not much else. And I feel like this contributes to the lack of understanding we each have of other people's identities. Obviously, we aren't asking to completely focus on South Asians or the BIPOC in the media or in textbooks, but involving a little bit more of the importance of South Asian culture can be uh, can really impact us teens to make us feel seen. If we combine the lack of representation in Western media as well as in our classroom, we can see that a lot of people think of us as new intellectual people who always work in a certain field, IT or, you know, medicine. And it gives this idea that since South Asians and Asians in general are economically successful, that we are this model minority. And it creates this toxic culture that's contingent on success. Yeah, life becomes more of a competition, especially like personally. I feel like my life has become more of a competition for us because of all these stereotypes and judgments, even between friends. 
since the bar is set so high for each of us, each test, every club, event, or competition becomes a sort of race in which we need to get first place in. And this not only causes us tremendous amount of stress, but it also affects our social relationships with others. Yeah, and I feel like uh, when it comes to social relationships with others, I feel like especially in our schools, there's so much toxic competition. Like, everyone sees everyone else's only um, competition to get into colleges, competition for ranks, to become um, the next Ivy League-bound student. And that that creates, like... A, a lack of real friendship and a lack of a proper schooling environment because everyone's just so focused on that one competition. Like people, I feel like sometimes people will only befriend you if they feel like um, they can get something out of you that'll benefit them or if they don't see you as competition at all. And I have found very few genuine friends who I feel like who, who can put aside the the thought of competition and who are here with me to genuinely enjoy high school. Mm-hmm, yeah. But going back to what I was saying about culture, I feel like while growing up in a country like America and being exposed to all these different cultures and even opinions of our own culture, it changes our opinion of ourselves. There are times that, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, there are times where I felt that I should be less Indian to fit in or I mm-hmm. should you know, portray a more American side of myself. And Mm -hmm. I felt that there was judgment either way because I would be thought of as like super culturally Indian or just super whitewashed, not cultural at all. Mm -hmm. However, um, I realized there's so much more uh, about our culture that is just simply beautiful. The different spices and desserts and the vibrant clothes all make this culture completely different from the rest. Okay, but, but the Gordon. food. Like, let's talk for a second about how good Indian food is. Gordon Ramsay could never. Like, the spice. The different, like, when we talk about Indian food, like, we always think of, like, butter naan or, like, butter chicken or, like, all the main things, but, like, Indian culture and food and everything is just so diverse. And I think that's what makes it beautiful. And I think the diversity even contributes to like this really um, mixed Indian cultures. Like being Indians ourselves, we feel like we are influenced a lot by North Indian things, South Indian things, and like the whole culture and food is mixed up. So it's like we're getting this really cool blend of everything. And especially on social media right now, I feel like um, there's been a lot more attention to South Asian movements. For example, the recent farmers protest that has been happening. So many celebrities have spoke out on that. And um, because of that, I feel like we're finally being seen a lot more. Yeah, and learning about our culture through these movements has left me personally seeing the beauty of my culture because people are finally appreciating it. Growing up in an environment where I was forced to shield my identity to please the people around me, I can now finally speak out without people understating my perspective, and that's a huge success. These are things that we notice as South Asians growing up in a diverse place like U.S. Now, of course, this is not the entire picture, but it is definitely a huge part of ours. I hope that you found this episode relatable, learned something, and might even open your eyes to a new perspective.
And that's uh, all for episode three. We hope you liked it. Stay tuned for new episodes every Friday. Until next time, bye for now. Bye.